0: You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex.
1: In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life,
0: whatever that looks like for you. Hope y'all enjoy. Hello, hello. Welcome to Carly's Couch. Thanks for joining us for another week. We appreciate you guys listening. Shout out to y'all. Every time, Happy Women's History Month. Is that what it is?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely. I was like, women, something. <laughs> women, something or another. Yeah, I saw some people
0: celebrating. Uh, women are mentioning that. I think um, a few days ago. Of course, we should recognize women every day because they are the backbone of society. Um, absolutely. However, it's cool.
1: Whatever. Enjoy. Yeah, and celebrate those women around you during this month, but always.
0: Yeah, and actually. Um, I'll save her information for the shout-out, but actually, um, this episode today was inspired for me by a woman friend of mine who gave me a book, and today's episode is going to be a section from it, so um, what we're talking about today is Tuning Into You, and um, I got the episode idea from a section um, by Scott Belsky. I believe he works with Adobe. He's like one of the execs at Adobe. Um, and the name of the book is called Manage Your day Today." It's edited by Jocelyn Gley, or Glee, G-L-E-I. Um, and it's edited because it's just a bunch of pieces by different authors. And so the section that I read um, kind of made me think a little bit because we often speak about being present, and we often speak about, um, you know, how do you just kind of keep your mind at peace and relax, things like that. But reading this small little piece, it was like, five or six pages maybe, um, just kind of gave me some cute, like, quick, succinct ideas on ways to maximize, like, tapping into your own mind and tapping into uh, the power that you already have within you instead of or in place of um, hopping on a device or the things that we tend to do when we do have, you know, time in our day. Um, I don't know about you, Carly, but, like, I tend to get distracted from Uh, those periods of time where you could like kind of tune in and I'm just doing other stuff so
1: and it's interesting because I feel like on almost every episode we talk a lot about tuning into yourself and making sure Mm -hmm. you start from a place of self-awareness and then sometimes that can be the farthest thing from our mind or something that we just don't do like out of habit or out of socialization or whatever
0: yeah so uh, Carly what do you tend to do like what are things that you find yourself doing when you are like in line somewhere when you're like Waiting for somebody to come out of the parking lot when you're at a stoplight. Um, those uh, periods of transition is, I guess, what I'll call them. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, mm-hmm. those moments that you have a moment, how do you tend to spend them?
1: It depends. I have, like, a couple of different ways. But intentionally, like, when I'm um, doing those, like, I'll, like, driving a lot, I try to, like, listen to things where I learn, where I grow mm. now. And that's how how easily I notice I get distracted at stoplights and stuff because I'm like, wait, what is he talking about? And I got to like rewind Mm -hmm. and go back. Um, But in line, I've noticed that I used to get on my phone every single time I was in line. And I really tried to stop doing that and just try to like look around now. So I've kind of intentionally made myself like look up and look around you and just kind of see what's going on instead of getting caught up in my phone.
0: Yeah, I usually tend to pick up my phone. And um, I notice like it'll be the same kind of series of things I go to like, check Twitter, check Instagram, mm-hmm. check your text. Like just kind of go through, yeah, go to email. Um, I've started playing Slices. I forgot, wait, what's the first game that first got me on this? Um, I can't think of what it was. My friend got me playing some game and then, during the game, like, they have so many damn ads, like, <laughs> for other games that I was like, damn, I'm doing, dude, look kind of good. So I ended up getting one of the other ones, too, called Slices. Or maybe Slices was the first one I got. Um, it's one where you, like, put these pieces together in circles to and whatever. Um, dang, I can't think of the other one. But I started playing those wordscapes um, where you do, like, the anagrams and, like, fill out mm-hmm. the crosswords, too. Um, so I started doing those types of things every once in a while when it's like, all right, I just don't feel like doing whatever's in front of me. or if I'm in a space where I'm just like waiting to be next in line or something like that. Um, but why do you think it is so hard? Cause you mentioned being intentional and how you spend that time intentionally. But why do you feel like it's, it's not a regular thing or like, what is it about those transitional times that usually lead us to distract ourselves?
1: Well, I think, our phones in general, like any time that you're not doing something, you're not face to face with someone, you're not on a meeting, like even people be on phone calls, be on their phones, mm-hmm. like looking at everything. I think it's just a habit in society now, but I think there are a plethora of reasons it could be um, distracting you from whatever's going on, keeping your brain busy. Like we all have attention spans that are less than fish. I think like five years ago it was like less than seven seconds. I bet now it's probably under four, um, something like that. So that avoidance, um, a lot of subconscious things, but I think it's just a um, a habit of constantly intaking things or being a part of something, or even with social media, like there's a need like to constantly be on and to be interacting with people, and so I think that that's how we feed that instant gratification.
0: Mm-hmm. But I also find it interesting that while we want to feel like we're like looking at something or being stimulated is kind of what you're talking about, like we feel like we need a constant stimulation. It's also interesting because it's something to do. And I feel like it makes us feel like we're doing something and we're being busy sometimes. And not like for the sake of being busy, like with work per se, but to do nothing or like to actually just stand in line, it feels like, Oh, I'm not doing anything or it feels like this is unfocused activity. So there's no intention. There's no focus. Whereas at least, you know, I'm hopping on, I'm reading Twitter or I'm like looking at stuff or doing something. Um, so that's one of the biggest things. But uh, what I liked about this section of the book though, is that they were talking about, Um, you know, how many of these moments we have through the day and how we can better use those uh, in-transition periods or those um, in-between times in your Mm -hmm. day-to-day to to tune into yourself, to be a little bit more um, harnessing, like, your actual thoughts and your creativity also. So a lot of it was not just about taking a step away from the connectedness, but giving your brain kind of space to actually think and, you know, come up with its own ideas. Because if we're always hopping on the phone real quick, you're just kind of consuming things and you're not really spending time with yourself. Um, which I wonder if we like looked at how much time we spend doing certain things throughout the day, how much time we literally do spend like actually thinking to yourself or talking to yourself.
1: I would, argue. I would guess that it's very little to none and not only in those times of transition, but like people don't like not doing things in general because mm-hmm. you because we, you know, our, our worth isn't well, our work or whatever's happening. Like we just, people want to be busy or want to, feel good about doing things mm-hmm. and you feel accomplished when you get stuff done like you said so oh, I sent an email during my break today my five minute <laughs> break it's like yeah you could have been thinking um but I think that's probably where a lot of problems arise for people and for society on a greater level because we're not giving ourselves that space we're not giving ourselves a blank split a blank slate to create or to think or to question and I think those are some of the greatest things that human minds can do and rarely do we give ourselves those times
0: yeah, so imagine that, um, you know, what would happen if you cut out a lot of that stimuli that you're putting in front of your face, um, and what does happen is you're kind of unleashing it from another source or, like, from within yourself, mm-hmm. and that sounds real fruit fruit. but anyway, here's how we're doing it. So, <laughs> one of the first points that they made was renew your interest in yourself. Um, Carly, have you ever, like, unplugged for a certain amount of days, like, an extended amount of time? Um And if so, if you have any ideas or thoughts on that, like how did that feel and what happened?
1: I have most recently, it was whenever I went to Tulum um, and I got off social media And that's when I noticed that I get on social media to avoid feeling feelings sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was something I was subconsciously doing. But I did that. That was really nice. And this week I'm actually taking time off, um, not just for transition, but time off from all of my personal training clients to spend with myself because I haven't planned for my year. I haven't really just sat and thought. And I was like, man, I need some time for me, some time to sit with myself. And so I text all my clients, hey, y'all, I'm doing a self-care week. I'm going to see y'all next week, you know, hit up Lala if y'all need her. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's so important. So that's what it's looked like for me lately. If you're thinking about big things, I would say small things every day. I make sure that I do a walk like 15 to 20 minutes or that I do like meditation um, or both like that. I'm taking just a few minutes every single day to do something for myself that is not filled with anything else.
0: But do you notice anything different when you do take um, like that extended time away Oh my God.
1: Absolutely. Yes. I feel much more full. I feel like I have a lot more energy. I feel like sparks of creativity that I'm able actually to process and to think through. Like I'll have other ideas pop up and then I'll remember things like, oh man, I told Lexi I was going to do this and didn't do it. And it just gives my brain space to process things for myself.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, The last time I can think of unplugging for an extended amount of time was when I went to Denver last August and I took like Slack. I took my email and I took like Asana and a lot of the work apps off my phone. I disconnected from um, like the work social media type stuff and I think I just had my own but it was cool because I was in Denver and I was just by myself also and I got a hotel room and it's like all right that first day was like man this day's long as hell like you're kind of like bored a little bit because this was mostly unplugging like from work and like from my teams and things like that. Um, and so it's kind of like, well, you know, not don't have anything to check, not looking at anything, what's going on. But then very quickly, like after like day two or three, it's almost like something kind of clicked uh, differently to where I really was paying more attention to the things around me. I was exploring. I went to like some parks, things like that. Um, and then I found like I really didn't miss like, my work stuff at all. I I literally wasn't checking in at all on any of the projects. Um, and then when I had got back, everything had gone fine anyway. So it was just like, oh, I can actually take that time to chill. Um, and I think I thought I was going to be doing a whole lot of, like, Uh, think about life and answer life questions which I really didn't but it was actually also still cool because I spent that time kind of just relaxing and like exploring a little more so um, it was interesting and it really mostly just showed me that it is possible to unplug for a while Um, and it definitely does kind of just like unlock something different in you so that's something to try and if you feel like uh, you don't have time to unplug then that most likely means that you do need to so it's one of those things where you just have to make it happen and you'll see that you know everything's going to be fine.
1: Sonny Robbins says something to the effect of if you don't have 10 minutes in your day for you, then you don't have a life. Mm -hmm. And so take at least 10 minutes to do something different.
0: Mm -hmm. Another uh, main point that they made was to preserve unstructured time. Um, Carly, you're big on planning as well. How do you structure out like your week when you're going to plan out your how you're using your time?
1: I like to have a day where, um, for example, on Fridays, I don't train clients, I don't teach classes, and I know that that's for me, so some weeks it turns out to be a biz dev day, some weeks I'm at the beach, uh, tanning these cheeks, and that's nice hopefully museums and things soon, but I make sure I at least have a day. And if I can't have a day, then I have an afternoon. Like I mm-hmm. have time to do whatever it is that I need to do. And I don't put pressure on myself that that has to be quote unquote productive time or that it mm-hmm. has to be quote unquote rest time because then you can feel guilty. It's whatever Carly needs in that moment time, mm-hmm. which is really nice. But every I would like to do that every day. I don't, but I at least have that one day every day during like the week. Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: Um, well, I actually started um, a new routine this week mm. that I got... Where did I get it from? I think I, I think actually I might have got it from this book, but like from different pieces and different things people were saying, mm-hmm. plus things I'd already been doing. Um, but what I've added in mostly was um, are, I thought about, you know, when am I most productive, when, and then what stuff do I need to be doing that, during that time. So I just added into my day um, 30 minutes of solitude slash meditation so like I don't necessarily need to meditate for that 30 minutes I could be like a 10 minute meditation or whatever but to just be like by myself during that time and then I scheduled in um an hour of this unless it's something else we're about to talk about later yeah which we'll talk about a part of it too but um I also schedule like an hour of time that I'm disconnected from phone internet and I'm just doing work where I'm like just writing things down and then I set, I think, four hours to focus on, like, client time. So meetings, any meetings and any client work can go into that just time there. And then because I um, have a new uh, VP of, like, BizDev and operations, and he's working at a certain time, I try to work on BizDev now, like, from a certain period of time um, in the day. And so I kind of went through my week, and I just, like, did these different shade blocks. But then within the blocks, now if I'm adding stuff in, I try to add it within, like, the the space that it makes sense. And I, now I'm sorry, I'm getting a little off from the preserve unstructured time, but, um, I've already found with the first day that I did this, that it was like one of the most productive days just, and it started out with me not being connected for about an hour and a half. But then it's like, once I started doing the client work and like hopping on my laptop and stuff, I was like the most focused ever. Cause I knew like exactly Like, it was just very clear what I was supposed to be doing, what my focus was for the day. Um, And it feels like I got started way better, which then, of course, leads to, like, you actually continue working. You're doing stuff and you're, like, on the ball and you're, like, responding um, until you stop. And then it's like, yeah, you start taking longer breaks and whatnot by, like, three. Um, But I was like, man, that felt really good. So I'm going to stick to it for the rest of this week and see how it goes.
1: Oh, I like that. I want to add some stuff um, like that to my schedule. I have to think about what it looks like, but. Definitely.
0: But I know we've talked about it before, too, and that you're a proponent of setting aside time. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether we've talked about setting aside time to brainstorm before, we've talked about setting aside time for, like, play, um, or, like you were saying, just to have, like, this is just free time. I'm just going to honor to kind of do whatever comes up. Um, And so that's what we're talking about with this unstructured time. Um, And an example that he gave was Jeff Bezos, who said um, he leaves time in his calendar um, to just roam. So, like, Well, and this is probably pre-COVID, but to just roam (laughs) around, to like just ask questions, to explore things. And he doesn't put any calendars on or any meetings on the calendar. But he at this time, he might be like, oh, let me think about this guy. And he might just put stuff on like as he's thinking about it that day. Um, And it's they said that it's a great way to. Just be open to activating towards long term things versus, you know, if you're really looking at your calendar and you're like time day to day, you're just you're just thinking about like what's right now? What do I have to do? What do I have to do? Versus kind of just like being open sometimes to just what happens.
1: And I was thinking of other examples from like reading and different things. And actually, Bill Gates has been taking one week or one week off twice a year. So I guess two weeks a year that he calls think weeks. And he's been doing this since the 80s.
0: Do you know any details about what what they do?
1: So he said um he would take he takes boxes of books, papers, reports, etc. and spends the week reading the papers either written by Microsoft mm-hmm. employees that are pitching new ideas or innovations or potential investments. Um he reads the I think it's the Wall Street Journal maybe, um or the New York Times and he reads as many papers as possible, sometimes doing so 18 hours a day mm-hmm. and staying up until the wee hours of the morning. Some other details you can google it think week uh Bill Gates. That's cool. But he was like it's so solitude. He's, like, nobody's around him. It's just him. The only people that come are to deliver food, to deliver papers, and then Diet Crush and Diet Coke, I think, mm. are the two things that he, like, drinks. That's really
0: cool, though, to because it's not just, like, time to, like, just think either, but that's kind of interesting to be reading just new ideas, especially from his own people, um, and just kind of keeping up with, like, just what's going on. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, and
1: if you think about, like, him – being in the science, in the field of science and innovation, like that's so important mm-hmm. to be able to foster that and put those pieces together not only for himself but also for his business and then someone else I know that in real life does this is my homie E, he's been doing this for like three years, he'll be like hey I'm gonna go have a thinking weekend, he'll turn off his phones and it they'll be pointed like oh this one I just want to ponder life and ponder things mm-hmm. this one I want to think about health and work on this or you know Vipassana I don't want to speak for two whole days or a week or ten days or whatever and they're very pointed but he said that's when he has some of his biggest breaks. Throughs,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, when you're just still is when I think a lot of those things happen. Um, which is what I feel like I remember from that week, but that would be cool to have, um, at least twice a year. That would be nice to have a week and to really just let that just be exploration, thinking, whatever it is makes sense for you. Um, and maybe starting with like a weekend could be something that's a shorter version of that. Maybe we should do something like that for ourselves and like report back or something. Absolutely. Um, another. A uh, great point, and I really liked this point that they made in this section on tuning into yourself is being open to serendipity. Um, so I feel like most people can think about a time where you just happen to be like talking to the person next to you, or maybe you had left your phone in the car, and you know something happened, and it turned out to have much greater uh, benefits to you or to that person than if you had been plugged in or like not paying attention. Um, do you have any stories like that where? uh you just happen to like really just run into something great and good opportunity or person
1: yeah um my me getting involved in education and and branching out holistically dope like that uh charlie my homegirl charlie kemp shout out to her dr kemp you know she's working on that at harvard but uh she found a change the tune and way before she founded it she was on a panel and at when i was at usc i was in the class she was on the panel Could have been on my phone, not paying attention, whatever. But then I actually went up and talked to her afterwards instead of leaving and rushing home and doing that. That led to us having coffee. And then that led to, you know, eventually me getting into schools and doing different things. And that's just like one of many examples from not rushing out of classes, from actually listening to people when they they talk, to um, ordering at restaurants and being in line next to people and just kind of having a conversation with them that's led to like clients and different things. Mm
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, that does end up happening a lot. Um, one of the first examples I thought about was, I remember that one time, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, but one time when I was in New York, I remember being, having to get on the train and being like, dang, I forgot my headphones. Like, god like, <laughs> it's like, oh man, I got to sit on this train and actually listen to people and like look at people. Um, so, but I remember I was sitting on the train and so for once, like I was really like looking around, like you hear everybody's conversations. Every, every person is just so different sitting in there. And I remember this group of boys getting on the train and they were just like talking. It was like after school or something. And somebody being saying like something was gay, like, oh man, that's gay or something like that and then his friend was like, Nah, you can't you shouldn't say that because um, you know, that's not a that's not good good term or phrase to use because it's offensive, blah, blah, blah. And the other guy being like, Oh yeah, you know what, you're right, my bad and I remember being like, Oh, look at the kids today <laughs> And I was like, Oh, this is great and then after that, it was like back to back this stuff happening. It was like this a guy hopped in the train and um you know he's just trying to make money so i don't know if he was homeless or what all his situation was but he started telling jokes and dog the whole train was dying like this is, he was so funny like he was actually <laughs> so funny we were just in there like cracking up and i was like oh man this is like an awesome train ride and like to actually pay attention to the stuff that's around you is like you know i would have missed out on all of that because i for sure wouldn't been trying to look in nobody's eyes and would have <laughs> been listening to whatever Um, and so just things like that, where it's like, man, you kind of just get to enjoy your surroundings. Um, other thoughts similar to yours that I had as well, were, you know, I can point out so many times, actually my whole business, I can probably make into a tree of like it going, things going to this person or that thing. And then all of that coming from this person and all of that coming from this thing. Um, and one, some of the clients I could think of were are things like when me and Trav, Trav used to work with um, an app, and he had a meeting with the Tate brothers, Leron, Lorenz, and Lamar. And I remember just like him saying, like, oh, you can come along if you want. And I was just there just to be there. And I had went with them. And, you know, I met them. I was talking about my social media thing at that time. It was more focused on social And then, like, years later, like, when they had their audio series coming out, um, Lamar, just because he would touch base with me every once in a while, I remember him reaching out to me and, like, hey, like, the person we have working on this isn't working, and I remember you kind of doing something like this, so do you want to work on the project? And so from there, you know, working on a particular project with the agency that's grown to working with them on things which grown to working with like sierra and Suitkits, kids which grew to like a bunch of other things Mm -hmm. so everything's very connected like that and sometimes it just comes from you opening your mouth sometimes or you having a conversation which i ain't gonna lie i hate doing but um you know i just noticed like there's so much more opportunity just to say hello to somebody or you know just to have some small talk um one thing damo said one time i was like dang that's kind of profound i think i wrote it down um he said He's like, yo, I I hate when people talk, say like, oh, I hate small talk. I don't like small talk. He's like, you could turn small talk into big things. (laughs) And he was talking about how, um, you know, just from just short, not really even networking, but just kind of a little back and forth. Sometimes like really can build relationships or open up opportunities from other people or, um, for you to give opportunity, even more important to other people as well, which mm-hmm. often opens the doors for you too. Um, so, just something to think about with being open to what's going on around you.
1: Man, I thought all right, we had a conversation this morning. We were sitting out enjoying some sunshine, drinking coffee, just talking, and just asking questions. Neither of us had our phones. We were just chopping it up and you know one of her friends is working on something that one of my friends had worked on previously and so there's a connection and hopefully Mm -hmm. that can grow into something but even in those small moments
0: i already forgot about that too don't let me forget the information i got you got you got you bro (laughs) i forgot all about that but
1: yeah so we we didn't have our phones we were just actually having conversations and how we both had our phones that probably wouldn't have happened oh i say the last thing i wanted to say is um just making sure that you're aware and present uh because being aware has also probably kept me safe a couple of times, especially walking alone in these L.A. streets. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I noticed a person was following me when I was walking. And I was like, oh, had I been in my phone, your girl might have got got." But mm-hmm. I didn't. Shout out to that. And not to say, not to put fear, because I don't live with a spirit of fear. I do live with a spirit of awareness and making sure I'm taking <laughs> care of myself. Right. Um, and so making sure that you are, too, especially women's, during Women's History Month when you're walking home and doing stuff or sitting in your car, because I do that, too. Pay attention to people around you and cars around you.
0: Yeah, um, that is important. And that's something I kind of learned from my parents before, too. It's just mm-hmm. like, yo, don't walk around like a victim. Like, you got to pay attention. You got to yeah. walk a little pep in your step. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the advantages of living and being open to serendipity are the way to do that is, for one, just try leaving your phone in your pocket sometimes. Like, not even, like, at home, but... Um, leave it in your pocket when you feel like you're in a crowd of people or if you're in line and just one of those moments just you're gonna notice like if you're listening to this you're gonna notice the next time you just like automatically grab for your phone there's also this thing where if somebody around you grabs your phone we automatically mm-hmm. grab our phone too so be aware of that and notice that next time and then just like give it a little tap tap and they'll be like not today phone not and then, today and then just look around you or talk to somebody um go ahead
1: i say and then look at every interaction and every event as like a like and look for the sources of unexpected value in every occasion like something that something good that came from it or something that you are more curious about just looking at those situations causes you to pay attention and be more present in the moment
0: and just develop the discipline so back to kind of just being aware um just start trying to do that every once in a while a little bit and you'll see what happens when you're just more present Which takes us to the last thing that they were talking about or that he was talking about rather in this section of the book was to prioritize being present. So this kind of like brings everything all together at this point. But it's very important to just alternate, you know, times where you're connected and then alternate some time in there where you're not as connected and when you're spending uh, time truly being present.
1: Because when you are constantly connected, you miss out on on being present. When your focus is always on others, you have an insatiable appetite for information and that external validation. You're missing out on opportunities to mine potential of your own mind, to contemplate ideas, to develop things, to feel things, to process for yourself. If you don't ever give yourself that pause, you miss the magic of that moment.
0: And it's important to recognize also what it is that um, is making you feel like Grab your phone. Like Mm -hmm. what is it that is um turning you into being connected and if it's the wrong reasons. I think one of the main things that you you just started mentioning was um validation, like, oh, did anybody message me? And it doesn't have to be like super deep, like, do people love me or anything like that. But yeah, like, do I get any messages? Like, what's going on? Um, and if you pay attention again to like what's happening when you pick up your phone, it'll kind of it or it should allow you to better understand uh, what some of those insecurities may be that are a part of that. And it's not always insecurity. Sometimes it's just like, damn, bitch, I just want to see what time it is. <laughs> but, um, you know, sometimes it is like, uh, so I know what it is for me. Like, um, do you recognize that you feel a certain kind of way when you grab your phone?
1: Um I don't know what you mean by that question.
0: Like, mo- I notice a lot of times, as soon as I, I might be in the middle of something, an email, and then it's like, eh, I don't want to think about this last sentence. And I just want to Oh, grab my yeah, phone. yeah. For so sure. So, like, being distracted is one mm-hmm. for sure for me. Um, sometimes it's just like, you just feel like, um, I don't say alone. Like, it doesn't have to be that deep, but you're just like, yeah. oh, I'm just bored. Or you want to feel just by myself. Yeah. And just or want to. Pick up. Let's see what's, what's going on. Instant you know?
1: ding. Mm-hmm. Like, we're the microwave generation. Um, mm-hmm. And Gen Z is, man. If we're microwaves, I don't know what they are. But um, yeah, it gives you that constant connection. I notice, like you said, a distraction, or when I'm trying to avoid something, either subconsciously or consciously, mm-hmm. I even use my games for that. Like, oh, let me go ahead and slide on dominoes with my uncle real quick because I know I got to finish this thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not dominoes. Um, but yeah, but the point of that is that you can't imagine what will be if you're always focused on what already is. Mm. And so if you're hopping in on Twitter, like, sure, it's like this is the latest what's going on. But it's just it's like you're always tuning in on what's going on right now. But this isn't any time to like really explore and think the time to tap in to tune in like really see what's going on. Where are you? How do you feel? um, It's different.
1: I had a big revelation this year. I was like, I don't want to just be a consumer. I want to be a creator and I want to make my own waves, not ride just these. And so mm-hmm. I have a rule for myself. Like I don't get on, you know, this, I don't get on social media on this day of the week. And then the only time I can get on in other days is like, if, are you posting something? Are you mm. creating? Cause if not, get your ass off. Right. <laughs> Cause you just consuming, you out there right. consuming.
0: i here for nothing. Mm-hmm. Being a sheep. Um, <laughs> and this, this next one i uh, um, b- prioritizing being present goes back to what I was mentioning earlier with my new routine mm-hmm. is to create windows of non-stimulation in your day. Um, so that's what they were calling it. Just on my whiteboard now, I put non-stimmy time. Um, <laughs> and stemmies, and from another point I got from another section. So like all these things, like I put them together. W- another piece was talking about how, you know why a lot of times you are basing your day's work off of, like, your email and kind of your to-do list or whatever? Um, because it's easy to, like, answer something and it's gone, like, respond, mm-hmm. attend attend to this, attend to that. But they said what, what is hard to break down in your schedule is really those longer-term, like, big type, not just projects, but just the things you're trying to do. So, like, for example, with me, it may be easy for me to break down and see, like, oh, client work, client work, client work, meeting, but sometimes it's harder when it's like, okay, here I have all these biz dev tasks, and it's like, it's not exactly like broken down. Um, and so it's like, all right, you need to make sure that a, you ha- oh, I have mine right here. You <laughs> choose like two top, top two complex goals. That's what they call them, complex goals, because you can't just put it down to do this and check it off. It's like you need to break down, do this, then do this, then you have to do this, then do that, um, and just to put them down so that. As you have your times that you're tuning in or as you have your non-stimulation time or whatever chunk of your day um, and even as you're going through like emails, for example, and you're like, dang, which one should I answer now that you always can refocus back to which things go towards those bigger complex goals so you can still make sure you're chipping away at those things anyway. So I had developed those two complex goals. I didn't develop them. I I had them because it was like, here's two bigger things I'm working on, but it's just so many pieces to it. Um, So I put them down. But then during my non-STEMI time, I said, "Okay, I'm going to use that time to focus on those things. And so I just had like my notebook or my books and I was doing more of just uh, writing and thinking about stuff and um, kind of planning. So it's that time to just explore and use your own kind of brain to get ideas down or to focus in on something, uh, without the use of your phone or without the internet, um, et cetera. And what he said though, which was important too, is, is you can train your brain to not um need to hop on to something for simulation but he was like if you're doing this period of time and you do end up checking your phone or you do look at something just stop right there so like just stop and then try again next time because it's like you really just need to train your mind to just go until you know go up to that point
1: brains are so cool and we really can train our brains and our bodies these things it's just being very intentional with it and one of the most important things I think of this whole episode, one of the most important points is to learn to listen to your gut and your intuition and in yourself as much as you listen to everything else around you, mm-hmm. like as much as you're searching for that external information. Cause y'all know Lexi now we going to Google something real quick, real fast. but as much as we do that, like we also need to pause and listen to ourselves. And I've noticed that I do this a lot when I'm trying to make big decisions and like I might call Alexia to, to get her opinion, but I want to make sure I've sat with it first And then that's when I call other people because it's so important to know where you stand on something before you start to fill your cup with everybody else's thoughts and opinions. Because that stuff gets heavy. It's important to know where you stand.
0: Mm -hmm. And so in all of this, um, remember that in staying fully present, you're basically allowing the universe to work its magic. And, you know, people are passing by you every day. Like it's always opportunity to give um, and receive around you all the time. And It's important for us to have these times where or just to recognize how much time, again, that you do have that you could just like be focused in on right now. Think about what's just going on with you. Think about how you feel. Think about or how can you help somebody right around you. Um, But this whole episode was really with the intention to re-spark, like that you can do that throughout the day. And also just to reinforce in recognizing how many things really just happen just kind of off the whim. Like you can't plan everything. Um, or you can kind of have a plan or you have your eyes open for stuff. But to that point, like you have to actually have your eyes open. So we'll be thinking about these ideas, thinking about stuff for work or for whatever all the time. But then sometimes you really just have to think about the question. or think about what you're doing and just like pay attention Um, And a lot of times these things will show up in a way that you wouldn't have imagined. And so I think it was really cool just reading, again, this, like, six-page section of um, this book just because I thought it was a really good reminder to tune into yourself and recognizing that I probably don't tune into myself as much as I could.
1: Absolutely. And letting the universe work its magic. You're not giving it space. Whenever you don't have space for things in your life, and we've talked about creating space in your life, even for yourself, then things can't manifest in the way that they need to.
0: Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I enjoy learning about this stuff. And today, well, I want to shout out Celeste, my friend, who actually gave me that book. Um, I go to her house on Thursdays to work with her. She's in Inglewood area. I go down there to work with her. We should go hiking in the morning. Just It's really cool because she's an older uh, woman. She's like 50-something, I believe, but she looks great. And she just has that good energy. You know how sometimes people who are older than you, it seems like they always, like, they got to know more than you and... They don't care what you do or they don't respect what you do. And she's very just open to, you know, the things going on with other folks. She appreciates my work and me and we just do good, like just hanging out sometimes. Um, and it's cool to have older women friends, too, I've found um, and people you can actually talk to about stuff. And it's like not really judgy at all or not really anything. Um, so I appreciate her and that she thought about me. She's actually working on. Um, A mobile market idea right now where just like the ice cream truck comes around um, and you hear like the music in the um, city areas that she wants to do something like that with like fresh fruits and vegetables so um, she's working on that and she's a photographer so
1: just shouting her out in general Shout out to Celeste for the good vibes and the wisdom Mm -hmm. and sharing space and ideas. It is Women's History Month, but we always celebrate women. So if you have women who you want to shout out, who are doing amazing things or really pouring into you, please let us know at Carly's Couch on pretty much every social media ever, at Mm -hmm. lextopia, at ccfierce, let us know.
0: And this week's question of the week, Carly, is how will you stay more open to the possibilities of serendipity this week?
1: I am going to make it a point, two things. Um, one is whenever I'm out, I'm not going to be listening to podcasts or music or different things while I'm in line or I'm at the grocery store. I'm just going to try to be present and be open and seeing what that can lead to. And then I really liked your scheduling idea of putting some time in your schedule where it's like to the complex tasks and no internet and no phone or whatever, and just focusing on that. So I, I'm going to actually implement that. I'm a lie and not say today. I won't lie and won't say today. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say tomorrow.
0: Um, And I think I'm going to focus more on taking advantage of being in space with other people. I mean, I know it's COVID, but for example, like at the dog park and things like that, where, you know, people are kind of standing out there and just actually just trying to have some conversation, not have my headphones in at every moment um, and just chat with people sometimes, I think is very beneficial for sure. So let us know how you plan to be open to serendipity this week. Um, If you have any cool stories to share, we'd love to hear them as well.
1: And we'll holla at y'all next week. Peace out.